Oh. Just put that right there. It's fine. I, w- I would let the record show I did not break a glass. Yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> so, we, hey, do have, we do have rules on this podcast, you know. I heard there were no rules. Well, well, there are, there, well, well we do have a couple rules. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're going to burp, please burp into the microphone. All right. Fair enough. If you cuss, please use your cuss words. Don't, this is don't not a family afraid. show. Uh, um, I, none of that's an issue for me. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. What are the other rules? Uh, oh, we've got beer. Don't, don't die. That's always rule number one. Yeah. Don't, don't die. We've got beer, though. Yeah, I, I uh, did a little bit better on this podcast than I did for uh, Nick's other podcast where I did not provide food for our new restaurant that was opening. So at least I got the beer on I wasn't going to bring it up, but I, <laughs> you know what? Wow. I'll take I've the hits. Little, I've been a little sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I've been, it's, it's, it's been a little depressing. Don't be sad. No, because I've since been there to eat a few times. That's delicious. It's, the food is we'll so good. We'll get into that. We'll get, it, we'll get into that. We'll but, get into but, that. But yeah, you're the, knocking it out of the park over there. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah. Should we start? Uh, do you want to start this thing? Yeah, that way I don't know what hill we're talking I mean, about. I mean, we could There's if that. we want to. Yeah, so we'll just be back in a little bit. Yeah. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. There it is. That's the open to the show. Yeah, I mean, I, that's it. We peaked. Show's done. <laughs> Try safely. <laughs> Welcome to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel over there. That's, I'm that other guy. It's a show about beer and, and other stuff. And Things? Stuff? Shit? Yeah, d- it know. depends. And we're, we're back on location. We're at downtown Lee Summit at Smoke Brewing Company. Welcome to the show, Smoke Brewing Company. Introduce yourselves. Who's here? Nigel, Nick, first of all, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, I'm Josh Edwards, one of the owners of Smoke Brewing Company. Yeah. I'm Spencer. I'm the head or only brewer. <laughs> you're, you're the brewer. Yeah, I'm, I'm the brewer. <laughs> you make that. Clearly, he doesn't have a title. Yeah. Bo- boss, give me a title. Well, uh, we tried at certain points in times. I can't remember what we actually, what was the one we came up with in uh, the system? And in, in, in toast. Toast, yeah. Um, I'm in there as Asshole Extraordinaire. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's his title, that's as Asshole that Extraordinaire. That might be the best title we've yeah. ever had on the show. That's pretty quality for I mean, you gotta, you got to keep that one. Uh, uh, I, when I was at Restless, I actually tried to get them to put that on my business cards. We're starting strong. Uh, yeah. and burps, I'm pretty impressed, assholes. guys. Burps and assholes. That's the, the, here we are. Your name. Burps and Burps assholes. And assholes. That's it. You, you guys can, can have that one. You can write that one. Down. Done. <laughs> That'll totally go through TTV. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our last uh, our last brewery in Lee Summit or or in Eastern Jack, isn't it? I think I think this is. I think you guys are the last, but not least. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a long time. We've been trying to get this going, but you know things. People Life have happens. Businesses. Yeah, shit happens. So um, welcome to the show. Let's let's start with the let's start with the brewer first because we always like to know. What kind of uh, where you went from whence you came before you were drinking really good beer? What were you drinking? Uh, bad beer, yeah. What was, what was your, <laughs> beer Do you remember your bad I'm, beer? I mean, and, and it's one of those things I, I'll, I'll always be the one to say it's only a guilty pleasure if it makes you feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it, I don't care. You don't, um, a lot of Sapporo, a lot of PBR. You said Sapporo. Um, that's not bad beer. Yeah, it's not bad beer. PBR. I still love PBR, though. Okay. Like, yeah, PBR. Like, that's um, a bad beer. T- 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 yes. Josh, what, what about know. you? I know you were a homebrew at one point. Like what were you drinking? I, I like PBR. Before too. homebrew, uh, 
a lot of Budweiser. I still, ooh, and again, ooh. yeah, I know. It was, yeah, but, I think it was gotta, Bud heavy. I think you got to feel worse about that I than do. PBR. And, you know, I don't feel bad about uh, Miller High Life. Still love my I, champagne fair, of beers. Fair point. I, fair I, point. I, uh, no, the High Life Yeah, I don't feel bad about that, but Budweiser, I definitely, I mean, really, it was Boulevard's Irish Ale that changed me over into oh, a wow. craft beer guy. What changed you? Um, New Belgium's La Terroir. Oh, fancy. And, 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 and honestly, either of those. It, it, it was a drain pour. But it was one of those things where I'm like, holy fuck, what was that? And where did it come from? <laughs> and, and I didn't like it at the time. I, it's probably still one of my top 10 favorite beers. Um, but yeah, it, that was the one that, that just went. Yeah. The so what changed from that? me? I didn't like it at first, and now it's one of my favorites. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. That's fair. Wow. That's I, fair. I, I literally bought it off of the old school New Belgium yeah. uh, screen printed bottles. I was like, that's a cool bottle. Grabbed it. Your, your, your had had a that. drink and was just like, whoa, what the fuck is that? Yeah. How long ago was that, Spencer? Oh, Jesus. Two and a half years ago. But no. <laughs> I think it was early. Right when the, we hired him? Early in the pandemic. No, that, let's see. That would have been about 2009, 2010. Okay, so there's some time. Some so time. you've got 13 years in the craft beer world. That's good. That's as good. far as drinking craft beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the smoke concept, Josh. Obviously, um, I, I know you, before I knew the smoke name, I knew you as a barbecue guy, competition barbecue guy, because uh-huh. I, I might have uh, drank some whiskey and had some, some barbecue at one of his, tail, not, what was that, uh, what do you call that? What's the barbecue It was thing? smoking on the summit. It was downtown here. No, no, it was not. What it, was it? It was, it was, was it? At American the, Royal? Was it Royal? Yeah, it was at American Royal. Oh, dear yes, I, st- I stumbled across you guys, and you gave me the tour of the, of the barbecue trailer I knew nothing about. I'm like, oh, this is some real shit, and then we drank whiskey. Yeah, I still drink a lot of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so take us back to, to maybe to tell us about that, that part of, of your life and how, how we came to this point where you're like, I'm going to start a brewery. So I'll try to make the story as quick as possible because it can get kind of long because there's several facets to it that kind of... We do try to keep this show short. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and really, I just don't like to hear myself talk, so that's why I'm keeping it short. Um, so about 20 years ago, I bought my dad a Mr. Beer homebrew kit. Um, Mr. Beer. Mr. Beer's Beer's plastic is eggs. Ugly <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, the we, gateway drug for many a brewer. Yeah. It really was. And we were absolutely terrible when we started out brewing. And so we graduated past the Mr. Beer kit and went to everyone's standard homebrew kit that we actually bought at um, Homebrew Pro Shop that used to be downtown Lee Summit. Yeah, yeah. If you remember that years ago. And we brewed beer for a while and just never really got any good at it. Um, switched <laughs> to wine. We switched to wine, wine we weren't good at. I had a still built for my dad for Father's Day a bunch of years ago. So we started distilling, and that actually was coming out pretty good. Um, fast forward a few years, and a guy I built a house for was a chemist. And uh-huh. he never brewed beer before, but he understood everything about yeah. it. So him and I started brewing beer together, and it just worked. I mean, the stuff we were brewing right off the bat was, I can't say excellent, but it was good. It was drinkable. It was something I was at least proud of. Yeah. Um, Lo and behold, we decided to start a reverent brewing company. Um, that name was already trademarked for a beer out of, oh, where was it, Baltimore or something. So uh, we stopped with a reverent and barbecue thing, smoke, just kind of came involved in it. Oh. And so um, that guy never made it past uh, the first, I don't know, three or four months of talking about owning a brewery. Uh, <laughs> he came to me. He's like, yeah, I don't have any money. I can't do this. And so uh, dad came about and said, hey, I wanted to open a brew pub a long time ago, and I Go and have these with you. So, wow. Um, yeah, we were originally going to open a, just a distribution brewery 
um, in more of a uh, industrial space and just have a small tap room and Thank God we didn't because our beer was so terrible. We would have never made it past the first six months. <laughs> our food carried us for a long time. <laughs> Honestly, our food carried us probably until Spencer came on about two years ago. So how? So, well, I love that. I yeah. love that story. Actually, I never that heard you guys that story. Because I think when I met you was when you were first getting this space where we're at now. Uh-huh. And you're like, I didn't want to come here. I, I, I wanted to just brew. No, that and was then, uh, JB that got us to come down here. Uh, Justin Blifnick, uh, owner of Stewie McBrews. Okay. We've been a buddy for a while. Yeah. yeah. And when I finally came to him and said, man, this space isn't working, my industrial space I'm looking at, he goes, come downtown. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want to come down there and fight with you guys. He goes, God damn it, just come downtown. <laughs> so we got this space. And, and what wonders you guys have done with this, because it was kind of a hot mess before. Um, it, it was a schizophrenic bar. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. But when the first time, I, I remember the first time coming in, I was like, wow, this isn't what it used to be. No. I mean, it's <laughs> taught. Was that really a burp? Did you? Something. Was that a cry burp? I don't know what it was. That might have been a cry burp. I might be crying a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's actually, uh, as breweries go around Kansas City, this is one of the nicer spaces, if you will. Because, you know, it's got, you know, it's an old historic downtown. The building's great. Um, You guys killed it when, because you kind of turned it into something that it, it was kind of a, a bit of a Frankenstein, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a hot mess. Yeah. I mean, you know, it'd been so funny stories. I'm a general contractor for those that don't know. Um, the brewing and restaurant world is a hobby of ours, and it's honestly becoming more of a actual life choice. Or this is my <laughs> career that I want to keep moving down. So yeah. um, this was actually my heating and cooling company when I started in construction 23 years ago. This was Sharp Long Heating and Cooling. No, oh, really? Shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I know it comes full circle. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty weird. So Spencer, how about you? You were you a home brewer? How did you get into the into the beer game? Yeah, so uh, I started home brewing um, right after my wife and I first got married. Uh, she allowed it. That's nice. Uh, no, actually, that's kind of the thing. She kind of didn't. <laughs> um, so I, I always had the interest. I've always been a person. I love flavor, um, cooking, beer making, making spirits, etc. Right. Um, when we first got married, she had a job where she was traveling four days a week, if not more. So I basically hung out at the house with the dogs and I was like, Oh, I can finally do this. Cause she can't stop me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, so that's usually the best way to help your relationship. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't stop me. Um, <laughs> so I went and got a, what was it? It was a Brooklyn brew shop, one gallon, uh, yeah. kit. Because I figure if I fuck it up, and I probably will, um, it's only one gallon I have to try to drink. And time went on, and I actually really enjoyed brewing at a one-gallon scale because if it was good, it made me make another batch really soon. Ah. And if it sucked, I only had to choke down one gallon. Or I only felt bad pouring one gallon down the drain. Um, And then, well, anyone who knows me knows if I get into anything, I go really, really deep. Uh, Like coffee, espresso, yeah, I've gotten really deep into that home brewing, uh, distilling. If I get into it, I want to know everything, um, and just started reading, learning, listening to everything possible, more and more and more and more. And as time went on, it was one of those like I think I, I think I want to do this. And I had gone through a couple of jobs where I just wasn't happy. I was basically, I, I was busting my ass working sales for a hundred percent commission, trying to get my wife her master's degree paid for up front. So we don't have to take out any loans. Um, And it hit a, it hit a point where my wife basically went, 
you did this for me to do what you need to do. So, I never do that side of the story. Yeah. So I started looking. That's why we're um, here. <laughs> I, I was working at Hellsburg. And now you know. Yeah. I was working at Hellsburg Diamonds. Well, you know, the more you know. The more you know. Um, that's what right, I was going yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> I was working at Hellsburg Diamonds in their distribution center. Um, I worked in the operations department. I was the timepiece associate. Uh, bizarre, bizarre job. Couldn't wear anything metal. Um, had no. to go through a metal detector in and out. Um, my what does a timepiece associate do? Obviously, you're not wearing a timepiece because it would have metal. There, there, there was lots of weirdness. So, so there was like a designated diamond room across from the distribution center. Those guys didn't have to go through anything. But like, yeah, they x-rayed our trash. All, I mean, it was weird. Like you, you literally have yeah. the entire warehouse of jewelry 100 feet away from you. Uh, but yeah, my office was basically a bank vault. And it was, I just dealt with watches and some of the watch company stuff. Um, it wasn't uncommon to walk into my office and there'd be like my entire desk full of pre-owned Rolex at like, you know, three quarter million dollars just sitting on my desk. Yeah. So were they worried you were going to pull like a part out and daily you were just going to pull a different part out of this one. You were going to make your own watch. No, no, (laughs) it, 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 it was all basically receiving stuff in from the vendors, making sure it all got out to the right people. Um, but I did a lot of the quality control too. Um, but I'm pretty sure my boss there hired me on accident. Um, me having a fairly strong German last name, she thought I was going to be kind of, of her type of person, if that makes sense. Um, and she quickly found out I was not that person and basically made my life not fun. Um, and all of a sudden, um, I, I got one, I think it was through Beer Tasting Kansas City, that Jane at Rock and Run was looking uh, for a brewery assistant. And basically sent, him, basically sent him my resume and just like, I know I don't have a background in brewing, food service, etc. This is what I want to do. I understand that it is going to be lots of lifting heavy bags, lots of kegs, lots of all that stuff that no one likes to do. And he's like, no. I basically wanted to hire you just because you said you were willing to bust your ass. Well, that, that, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, and, and it is. It's, it's not entirely fun work all the time. Actually, rarely it's actually fun. It's, so apparently you know how to clean pretty well. Because <laughs> that's the job. Isn't really it the job. Isn't it yeah. assistant brewer is head cleaner? Yeah, yeah pr- pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, janitor. Chief squeegee operator. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Somebody's squeegee skills always get made fun of in this podcast. We won't talk about that right now. That guy Do you right have a video there. of that? We no, probably do somewhere of poor squeegee we skills. We don't. Uh, yeah, they're not. They're not. Speaking they're not strong. Skills, speaking of skills, you know what we need to do? What's that? We need to do a mystery beer. Let's do it. Mystery beer. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love that. That is our buddy Bree Burroughs. Shout out to Bree. Oh, that was Bree. Yeah. She well, she she kept singing it when we had her on the podcast, and we're like, we're gonna make that a job. That's, that, so. that's a loop. That's awesome. Yeah, I so, love that. Um, Josh, you get to uh, do the honors. So here's the mystery beer bag. Uh, Which golf course did you steal that from? <laughs> I mean, that is legit. Funny, Pick that up, Nigel. Funny you, you, you got, should ask. Yeah, that is ask. legit golf course cart Thievery. cooler. Yeah. yeah, I just grabbing one here. Yeah, just grab whatever you want. Now you okay. can you can do anything, but do not look at the ABV. Yeah, try not to look at the ABV because we play, we play a game. But by the way, before we get to this mystery beer, do you want me to throw this in the cooler? I mean, we have no. It's fine. That's, right. a, that's a cool bag. It's uh, it's insulated from the golf course. <laughs> Something <laughs> except for the holes. 
Let's talk about what we're right, Somehow it got a burn hole in it. We have no fucking idea. So you poured us some beers. What, what are we drinking from, from smoke? Oh, right now you guys are drinking a medium kahuna. Okay. Uh, tasty. Spencer is not drinking because he does, generally doesn't day drink. Okay. Loser. So you're not uh, going to participate in the mystery can you, can you, can you beer. Oh, no, I will. will. Yeah. Okay. Can you say that part in English again? I didn't understand. What? He doesn't what? He doesn't day drink. I mean. It's I, really, like, we've I, been I, on a couple <laughs> trips. We went to Lincoln to uh, look at our canning line, and we went to uh, Denver. And, you know, Dad and I drink too much. We have a good time. <laughs> Spencer's like, I'll have a couple beers and maybe a whiskey at the end of the night. I'm like, oh, come on. I'm, I'm, for being a brewer, I drink surprisingly little. Um, that's a lot of brewers, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, it, they, that's not what they do. They're you know, busy, I mean, they're busy cleaning. Well, that, that's, I don't eat barbecue <laughs> one, one way or the other. Uh, you know, that's, that's a fair point. Fair point. Um, so, Do you so, ever crave barbecue anymore? Every now and again, a sausage and ham sandwich is the one thing that I is still go for. Um, but no, I, te- I test the barbecue here all the time. But I, You don't want to order it. It came from competition days. It wasn't yeah. owning a restaurant. It was the fact that after two days of yeah. drinking beer and whiskey and just reeking of meats. barbecue of smoke, smoky fun. Yeah. smoked meats, everything you cook when yeah. you cook for competition is ultra sweet. Or you know, you've got to smack someone in the face with one bite, right? Because that's all they're going to take. Yeah. And they're testing. You know, I don't know how many different people's meat. Yeah. <laughs> Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Caught myself right at the end of that. No, you, you lean into those comments. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, let's just do it. Oh, so, so, but by the end of the competition, I, I didn't want anything but a salad. And so gotcha. I was tired of it. Gotcha. Anyway, well, you get to crack the beer. All right. Um, Matt behind us is one of our, our fans that follows us when we go on, on tour. Okay. All oh, right, now. So we'll get another glass and pour him some. Because if, if somebody shows up they get to, drink. to this dumbass podcast, we're going to make him drink some of this beer. I fucking love that. <laughs> So, I don't know. Who do I yell at to get another glass? Brett, or is my wife back there, Nigel? Do you see Lanny? She left. I'll get Brett's attention when he turns around. Look at Let's see if we can catch eyes. Let's see if he looks. Lock oh, eyes. Yeah, there We're we locking are. eyes. There we are. Yeah. Brett, <laughs> can we get another uh, five-ounce taster glass? Please and thank you. Please and thank you. No, just we're uh, doing mystery beers over here. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go, Matt. So, what, uh, where's that from? Thank you. Uh, if you can read the, the print's tiny as fuck. I say, it looks like Alma Mater from the label. Yeah, definitely that. Shout out to Alma Mater. Never known maple vanilla. Yeah, I think it's their maple vanilla style. Yeah. Do you really think it's maple vanilla? Are you sure? Let's, let's find out. Let's go in. Cheers. 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 It's definitely that. Yeah, definitely maple <laughs> vanilla. That's a lot of maple and vanilla. Imagine. It's surprisingly not near as sweet as I figured it'd be from the maple and vanilla. Yeah. yeah. It's I, a lot drier than I would have expected. That's a, that's a tasty dessert beer. Yeah. I bet if it warmed up a little bit, it'd probably be a little more sweet. Yeah. Probably. But they do a nice job. What do you think the ABV is on that? Let's play the, let's play the feud. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say that's 6'8". I'm, I'm just going to go 6'9", just because you said 6'8". Honestly, of all the, nice. all the beers I've had from them, they've all been really well-crafted. I have a feeling he does a good job of hiding the ABV. Okay. Do you think it's higher? I bet 8.5. Ooh. I was going to go 7.4. Matt, what you got? ABV. 7.7. 7, 7, 7. 7. All right. What's our actual retail? I don't know. Can, can you read it? I can't read shit. 8%. Right at wow. 8. Wow. wow. Well done. Well done. You get to drink the rest of it. Fair enough. That's the way to rule. The rest of the rule. <laughs> I don't have to be at kids' sports tonight, so well, that's actually good. I do. That's good. Oh, you do? Yes. <laughs> Wrestling's just about over for my middle schooler, and um, 
just getting rolling for my high schooler. So, 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 um, how old's the brewery now? We are. We'll be six years in March. Wow. Wow, I didn't feel like it's been that long. Yeah. We shouldn't have been here. I mean, to be frankly honest with you, we, <laughs> Why screwed do you say up, that? we screwed up everything we did here. The first six months, the beer was horrible. The food was horrible. I mean, we really did screw up absolutely everything. We didn't know what we were doing, how to run it, just by sheer force of will and finding a couple of really good employees who did know at least something about how to run a restaurant. Um, we made it through. So so you, you attribute it to just the people you hired. It's the people you hired. It has nothing to do with us. I mean, we're... we're <laughs> We're, we're great idea people. No, you got the ideas. <laughs> we're, we're good idea people, but, you know, it's the old adage of you hire people that are smarter than yourself. And so you know, that's kind of how we built this place is hiring people that know more than we do. So what's obviously six years in, you've learned some things, I'm guessing. We've learned a couple things. I mean, obviously you have a new concept now. That probably helped. The, the new concept going through this process with, with the, the original concept, restaurant-wise, right? Yeah, we opened that one a hell of a lot better than we opened this one. Um, you know... When we opened the when we opened this, we got pushed around by everybody that we had hired because they all knew more than us. And um, part of the difference of that was is that um, our concept and our idea was good. It just their concept and their ideas clashed with ours, and we just thought they knew more, so we let them do it. But we were pulling people from the city. We were pulling people that were used to working in Crossroads and Waldo, and you know areas where the food culture is a little bit different there than it is here in Lee right. Summit. And the biggest thing we had to do was pull the food back and just basically do simple food done really well. Um, the beer didn't get better until Spencer came on two years ago. So I can't really talk about that in the first, you know, two or three years of business. We were terrible. So how, how was that like, like on the barbecue side? You know, you've been doing the competition, then you're trying to translate it to, it's almost like going from a home brewer to being a professional brewer. Well, and how, I would, how do you even make that happen? I would if it's guess. what you're doing, now you're trying to get somebody else to do what you did. We actually went, our opening chef and myself went to a Slaps, um, Joe Pierce with Slaps. He's a, from Lee Summit. Uh, that's down in KCK. Yeah. And him and I learned to barbecue at the same time from the same guy. And so we, he was already open. He'd been open for a couple of years and already had the processes down of, yeah, we're doing competition-style barbecue, but we're doing it in a restaurant. And so we spent a whole day with him just picking his brain and watching his processes, and that's really where it came from. You know, Because in competition, we cooked hot and fast. You cook a brisket in four hours. You generally don't do that in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. We cook in fourteen. Yeah. Well, and I would say I would I would say cooking for competition is probably a lot different than commercial. Very much so. I mean, you again, you're trying to get the absolute best pieces of right in the center of the brisket or right in the center of the ribs, and you're not using the end pieces. Whereas cooking for a restaurant, you know, it's about dollars and cents. It's not about the competition. Yeah. So Spencer, as far as you, you kind of made that jump as well, going from assistant brewer to that to now. Hey, buddy! You get to brew all you get to brew all the beer. What was that like for you? Uh, honestly, I there are times where I love it. There's times where it drives me nuts. Um, like actually coming back from that trip from Denver, uh, we were sitting. Was it called Arms? Where yeah, you, a yeah, called Arms? You, you're like, I want you to brew a dark check lager, and I'm like. <laughs> Fuck! I, there, I, how, how many That's commercial examples? Chefs. Yeah, how many commercial examples of dark check lager yeah. are there, and how wrong do they taste by the time it gets here? Yeah. Even yeah. So I'm like, all right, let let's take what I know about it, and then kind of start doing it. And and I just decided like. Fuck it! If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it as a full ten barrel. I'm not even gonna do it as a half batch. I'm oh. just I'm just gonna go full bore on it. Um, also because my margin of error is a little bit larger <laughs> at a bigger scale. But th there are times like that where I I lean into it. There's times where Josh comes to me 
And I just go, no, why would we do that? And then I think about it for a couple of days and I'm like, all right, I've been thinking about it. Let's do that. Um, I, I, I like the challenge yeah. of some things, but some things I'm like, there's no reason to really push boundaries on some things, you know? Yeah. Um, like a good Pilsner is a good Pilsner. Yeah. American Light Lager. Yeah. You want to get that Bud Light drinker? Yeah. You, 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 you better one of those. Yeah. yeah, you better make it so it damn near like flavorless. You're, you're kind of letting him do what he does. I mean, he drives the ship. Yeah. I, I've never been the type of person that likes to micromanage. Um, you know, I mean, you have to a little bit in the restaurant world, but I don't like to micromanage. He pretty well does what he wants to do. We talk about big concept idea stuff, and, you know, there's a few things that he's done that he begrudgingly did. Uh, one of them is Arnold Palmer <laughs> Kolsch. Um, he didn't want to do it. Um, I think you actually told me no to start out. With. I'm like, no, I'm, we're actually I'm, I'm never this. afraid to say no. Well, that's good that um, you can say no. You know what I'm saying? Well, but it was one of those things where I'm like, because initially you were like, I think you prompted me initially like i want you to do it with lactose and i was just like no i don't want to put lactose in a colch and then i'm then i begrudgingly did it and tail end of it i'm like shit this needs lactose <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah yeah are uh, i mean are your your styles your approach to beer similar or are it because i know i know josh like you, you know you have approached brewing different than a lot of other other Brewers do you know you you like to stick to styles. You're not messing around with a lot of crazy adjuncts. That's I mean really Spencer. I mean you can disagree with me if you want to, but I think you and I are very um, simple beer done right. It's kind of like the same way as our food. It's simple food done yeah. right. That's I, I think feel like we're both the same way. Uh, yeah, I mean we we our trees branch in a little bit different directions, but that general just idea is the there. Right there. Um, <laughs> hey, I, wish, I wish I had some good music for that. I just hit a little button. <laughs> But no, like twinkling like, up stars or something. Right. Yeah. Like for me, I I find nothing's harder and nothing is more satisfying than making like something like an American light lager well because yeah. it's damn hard. There's nothing to hide behind. Exactly. Um, and in general, like if you looked in my fridge right now, what there's Montucky cold snacks, <laughs> great beer, I love um, beer, and Cerveza Royale. Okay. I mean, Cerveza Royale, you can't go wrong with no, that. Shout no. Shout out Stockyards. Yeah. Hell I yeah. mean, pretty much every time I see Greg, I just basically tell him Cerveza Royale the world. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, during during the pandemic, that was probably the that was probably the beer I had in my refrigerator the most cuz I, I, I just bought the shit ton of that out of that cuz when people come over and they're bored. Wait, you, you had people over during the pandemic? Yeah, I had a whole uh, what do you call that uh Super spreader events, Super <laughs> spreader events. <laughs> or or it turned out to be herd immunity because nobody got COVID, so there was there was that. Well, and, so. and your frigidaire was uh, always packed. It was, it was, because I would just you know I would just buy beer, you know, to support everybody who was selling sure. beer. You know? Yeah, but, I mean that's what that's so I mean, diametric. You go out there and do that thing with oh, oh, what was it? Together we can. Or yeah, whatever. that was that was that was stupid because what I a, bought, what a great event. Yeah, but yeah. I bought too much goddamn beer. And didn't couldn't drink it. I wasn't going to drink it all. That's why I had people over. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, and beer should be shared. Uh, bearing is sharing. Bearing is caring is the other show. Or bearing bearing is caring. So when you jump from you know going to the to a full system, well not a full system, but being the lead brewer here mm-hmm. over the last how long has it been? Uh, what it'll two and a half I, years. Yeah, here and in the industry, I will have been in the industry for almost, a, what, a decade next year? Actually, it'll pretty much be our but, anniversary here. But as the man that you've become, 
what's what have you learned? Some of the things you've learned that you got into, you're like, oh shit, I didn't know that was going to be a thing. Did you did, did did the rock and run experience really set you up to, to make that to make that jump or what? Yeah, th- there was a lot of stuff at rock and run that honestly was a lot of. I learned a lot of things I never want to do again. Um, one of the benefits of the way we operated at Rock and Run is we got to mess around with a lot of different stuff. We had 40 taps, a three-barrel brew house. So, I mean, there were times where we'd have like 25 taps of our own. So we, we got to mess around a lot. And there were, there were some things that were killer and would disappear in a weekend. There were some things that sat around forever. Yeah, yeah so there was a lot of things that I kind of like, no, like, I'd rather use that malt in this type of beer and that yeah. malt in this type of beer because uh, we we did a lot of variety there. Um, yeah, I mean, water chemistry. Water chemistry. Water chemistry for me is probably one of my biggest things. Um, depending on the style can make or break a beer. Yeah, if your water's fucked up, your beer's going to be yeah. fucked up pretty much. Yep. Water is everything. Do you remember uh, the first beer that you made at the pro level that you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm getting this. I got it. Uh, honestly, I mean, this is another thing actually from our trip in Denver. Uh, we were sitting there. Oh, fuck, what was it? Where? It was where I had a nosebleed. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Remember that place where I started bleeding from <laughs> the face? I, I don't remember that. Uh, I, I may uh, have been partaking in some of Denver's, yeah. you know, other things. But uh, um, oh, we're, we're <laughs> it's a great trip. Yeah, we're, no, we're, no pun intended. There's no pun a intended. great story about that. <laughs> we're, we're sitting there at the bar, and one of the owners is like, "Oh, what you know? What's your favorite beer? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's hard because you love all your beers." I'm like, "No, I'm I'm an anal retentive prick. I kind of hate all my beers, but that's what kind of what pushes me forward yeah. with everything is." Is I, I, everything can always be better. Um, honestly, it wasn't until I brewed the 2X Amber, the Vienna Lager, mm-hmm. here the first time, where I'm like, this is probably one of the first things I've ever made professionally that I would actually sit down and just drink a ton of myself. Yeah. Um, I'm also a sucker for a Vienna Lager, so I guess that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that makes it pretty yeah. simple. <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea what happened. You were just you were fumbling that thing. I'm usually confused. So he's brewing all these beers now. What, is there something he does that you like? Oh, that's kind of my favorite jam that he does. Probably the original beer. What I'm drinking. Or one of my homebrew recipes that he actually made work. Um, Celtic Cross <laughs> Irish Red Ale, and I still go back to that's my. Yeah, that's been. Well, pe- I, people talk about that beer. Well, I was going to ask you about Cross that. Has, yeah. yeah, it's that was one of the probably the first thing that. I was able to brew and brew well because um, most everything I did was not. I, I was the brewer here for three years, and I, I didn't do most of it well. I just had too much else going on and didn't have the the mentality of just diving right in and just completely learning brewing and learning everything about it. But, you know, the Irish Red Ale, I could do pretty well. Yeah. And so I, I think that's probably why. That's one of our flagships. It's always on here. Um, I mean, what, what was that like? You know, you're... Like you said, you had to turn around and be the brewer, but you're also running the business, and you're you got your day job, uh-huh. and you've got another business you're trying to start. That'd be kind of crazy. Our life's been pretty crazy for the last five years. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm kind of a glutton for punishment, and I, I, I've always lived by the mentality of if someone brings you an opportunity, 
you say yes and you figure the fuck out how to do it later. <laughs> I mean, we had stands. Like we had stands at Arrowhead throughout this. So we had two uh, smoke brewing had two stands at Arrowhead for four years, and so we were doing that at the same time. Yeah. And then trying that to had to be a shit show. Anything involved with that is a shit show. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from from all sides, it's got to be the logistics, dealing with the crowds, dealing with you know the the NFL. The Chiefs, the there's a lot food to it. service. There's a lot to it, and I I, I don't I'm, I don't want you to get in trouble, but like put no, shit I mean, out. We there, didn't but. work for we didn't work for the Chiefs. We worked for Aramark as a subcontractor. Well. Um, but no, I mean, it was a good experience. I think it really helped grow our brand. Um, you know, having that out there as eighty thousand people and having two stands. The, if you remember where Blanc Burgers used to be, that yeah. was one of our stands. And then uh, the other one, I can't remember what it was. It was on the third floor. But I think it really helped grow our brand. Uh, so what, what's so many people see it? What's that like when you know you're you're kind of, you're, I mean, technically, as a brewery, you're still young, mm-hmm. but to get an opportunity like that, that's kind of huge, isn't it? It was, it, it was really cool. I mean, again, bringing Justin Blifnick up from Stewie's, um, he turned it down. He didn't want it, but a buddy of his that he went to um, high school with was um, the manager for Aramark and was looking for people, and they came up with this idea of a barbecue. What do they call it? Um, barbecue alley, mm-hmm. and so it was us, Plowboys, Hogjaw. And that was it, those three. Wow. And then Hogjaw, I think, left after the first year. And then Todd with Plowboys and I, we each took a second stand. And then when we left, last year or the year before, Todd took over all four. Well, uh, now Plowboys is gone. And he shut yeah. it down and took a job as a he – came, he came from the tech world. Right. He took a job with a company that sells tech to restaurants, more like restaurant groups, not my small type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's talk about, you know, obviously, you know, smoke is – doing his thing and you're in the groove you got it you, you found a brewer we'll talk about how you found him but your new concept downtown lee summit tell us about what you're doing there so the new concept is a mexican restaurant in the old peanut space um and it's i don't want to say it's upscale mexican because it's not because our tacos are still you know for two tacos under 10 bucks um, some of them are more expensive but i don't want to say upscale but the look and feel of it is something that is completely Let's say badass. Well, it's like nothing we've ever seen, and I can't take credit for that. And I don't know if you guys want to bring Lanny on, but we've already talked about this on another podcast. It's just, it was creating a date night spot yeah. in Lee Summit because there's, when you think about getting dressed up in Lanny's quotes, would be you know putting on leather pants and a nice sweater and really getting tarted up. Um, I'm not allowed to wear leather pants. You can. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm actually wearing mine under this. Oh, right. so. That's good. It's a layered look. <laughs> Pants, chaps, same thing, whatever. <laughs> Tomatoes motto. Um, just a, a fun idea of doing a different type of food, because every date night place you go out to is seafood or is steak or it's just something that we're used to. Mexican's not been done in Kansas City like that. Um, you know, it's done in New York, it's done in San Francisco, it's definitely done in Mexico City, but Lee Summit's never had anything like that. And so when you had a 195-year-old building and just creating a really cool concept and a, pay, a place, the feel that no matter what it was, you just wanted to be there. That yeah. it just It was a place that you just looked at and like, I feel cool in here. I feel neat in here. Is there any, anything specific after owning Smoke for six years? You know, you, your brewery owner, you're like, oh, we're not going to do this, that, or the other, or something. You're like, oh, we're not going to make this mistake. Or something. Is there something that stands out to you that, that you're like, we did this pumpkin? <laughs> Spencer and I both share that. I, I will never have a pumpkin beer here. I, I hope you still share that mentality. If, if I do a pumpkin beer, it's going to be something real dumb for me to want to make a pumpkin beer. I mean, beer. I would do a butternut squash beer or spaghetti squash or something like that, but I just, 
I hate the pumpkin. I'm going to vote no on both of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did find our uh, our exception to the rule when we were in Pittsburgh. We found a pumpkin beer. Well, Southern Tier does Rump King. Yep. Which I'd say an even pumpkin. Yeah. It's still yeah. it's a damn good beer. It's, but it's yeah. a, it, you know it, there's enough alcohol in it to forget that. Make <laughs> yeah. Forget about I, the fucking pumpkin. I, I, yeah. I don't I don't care about the pumpkin at that point. Yeah. 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 So so how did you find Spencer? Uh, beer festivals. We kind of just got to bullshitting and talking and kind of became friends. And um, I don't know how much you want me to say, Spencer, as far as as Rock and Run was. <laughs> his, his, his face is like, what's he going to say? Uh, as, oh, shit. As the writing was on the wall at Rock and Run, he reached out to right. us. Okay, and gotcha. I, I wasn't ready yet. We were didn't feel like financially we could afford to hire a brewer. Lord knows we should have just done it. Yeah. We'd have been better off yeah. back then. But um, so... I wasn't ready yet. And then he went to uh, Restless Spirits and was the brewer for them um, here in Kansas City. And then I came back to him three or four months later, and he wasn't ready to leave the distilling world. And so it just it finally lined up um, during pandemic. I called him and said, hey, the guy we had hired as brewer um, isn't going to come back. He's out. Of, he was wanted to be out of the industry for a while. And that day, um, some stuff had happened at his work, and it just was fortuitous. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fortuitous, I, I think it's time for uh, a little thing we like yeah. to call Spencer. You're up, buddy. Please, One of these days, we're gonna please get, reach we're gonna deep get into the Nigel's bag. Wow, phrasing scary. <laughs> oh, here we go. What do we got there? Are you gonna say it into the mic? Can we get that a shirt? Reach into my bag. <laughs> Please. Sure, why not? Oh, it's four noses. Okay. It's four it, noses, it three-layer porter. Reach into, Reach my, into bag. my bag. <laughs> what is it? Uh, four noses, three-layer porter. Oh, it's a porter. It's a good... I, I, I see how you open that without having to put the mic down. I like that. Good job. No, he's got skills. So I'm assuming we're doing I'm, Neapolitan is what it looks like? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's what I'm guessing, which seems like it's actually a good thing to follow up uh, Alma Mater's. Yeah. Because it won't taint it that much. Yell for another glass again. <laughs> hey Brett, can we get another glass, bud? Please and thank you. Please, thank you. You're a gentleman and a scholar. While, while he let's not go that far. While he's pouring that, I mean the other the other big change in addition to a new restaurant is you moved the brewery out of smoke. Oh, that's right. The brewery is no longer here. No, we took a um, we took a warehouse space about two blocks away um, to coming up with distribution we'll start canning that should hit stores in uh january so yeah we moved it oh year and a half ago so did you did you as most breweries do just run out of space yeah i mean you've been in the brewery back there it was 18 by 24 with an 8 by 8 cooler taken out <laughs> right. of it i mean yeah. it, it, it was cozy i mean to be fair i've been to smaller spaces where they brew beer so there's that oh yeah <laughs> i mean look there's there's, so there's that, that wasn't the smallest thing but yeah the, there's the shoebox where tony at windship brews yeah, his beer yeah 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 it, i mean it, it, it was crammed in there but it wasn't like for the size of the system it's not like it was uh like mccoy's yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't yeah. like that yeah let's taste this porter real quick what do we got here Cheers. 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 We just got a random cheers. All right. Love it. Um, that's tasty. I, I do like it. You know what? You do, he comes over for cheers. He gets a sticker. You have stickers? He just jumped off the mic. That's never happened. That's a lie. That has happened. There was one time <laughs> we were doing we were doing this uh, show at the at Bridge Base, uh -huh. and somebody came knocking on the window, 
Somebody ran into his car. <laughs> we tried to ignore it, and then she's holding up a, a post-it note into the glass at the studio. I just Someone's fucked your, your car, car up. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta go. So, so he has jumped off the mic before. That's that's so that's nothing new. Um, so yeah, you so you moved to a bigger space. What does that what does that enable you guys to do? Obviously, if you're going into distro, that you, you need some some space. A big ass cooler first and foremost. Um, no, 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 no. Listen, no, hold on now. Because how big is this cooler? Everybody uh, says they've got a big cooler. And, and, and honestly, if you go over there right now, it's not big enough. Um, Which is what always happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, completely. What eighteen by twenty-two? Oh, that's not big at all. No, I mean when you get down to call signing, you see what Steve put in. Yes, holy shit! Yeah, that, that's yeah. a cooler. Yes, that's monster. <laughs> I think I think everybody builds the cooler like this will be enough, and then they get in. Ne- never it's enough. Yeah, it's, it's never enough. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys saw the you know Vine Street. They got their equipment. No, um, I didn't see yesterday. That. So they've, mm-hmm. got, they've got a video out there, and, and I'm seeing the space. I'm like, yeah, they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what size group? What size uh, system do they go with? I, th- I think it might be a, uh, a seven, maybe. Okay, you can do some damage with I, the seven. Well, yeah. I, I saw that tra- trailer on the, the video. But the and space, like, the space. Yeah, because that's again, you talking about old ass building. It's that's a hundred year old building, mm-hmm. and it's technically in the basement. Ew. Yeah, it's on the lower. It's it's, it's got a garage door to the lower level. Okay, but so it's, they can okay. at least get outside. Yeah, but it's not big. Phrasing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, she said it was perfect. <laughs> so yeah, you've got this big space now. Moving over there wasn't it enabled you to to do more as a brewer. Obviously, you can do more. Obviously, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's taken away some things too. Um, really? Like I I don't have hands on really anything here in this building, but. That part sucks. Yeah, like an hour a week. Pretty much I'll, I'll come over here to do inventory and stuff and so kind of do the, hey, this is coming out, this is they just blah, 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 blah. You're yeah. like the silent brewer. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I come over here now, and like half the wait staff looks at me like I'm <laughs> from, from <laughs> Mars. I'm like, oh, <laughs> bar? why are you telling <laughs> me about beer? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> um, you know what? We should have a constant, li- never mind. Um, <laughs> we should have a constant live feed into the brewery that plays here at the restaurant. But that would be cool. But that, then again, uh, uh, you might have to have people sign disclosures. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you and, might have and, control and, of that. Well, it, it would be the um, you'd almost have like a ticker of how many times is he going to flip off an inanimate object? Like, <laughs> I've never known that. Oh yeah, huh. drop a clamp, drop a gasket, just flip it off. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that, is oh yeah, is that the way you do it? Yeah. That's that, that's young brewers out there. That's how you get your anger out. You don't throw it; you flip it off. And, and try not to throw the equipment. I think that's a good good rule of thumb. D- don't throw anything. Try clamps will go a long way if you throw them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I mean, but what what does that allow you to do by having the, that space, bigger space? Uh, it's allowed me to actually work a little bit more normal hours for sure. Um, Why is did, that? I, you got to deal with. Uh, like here in the restaurant, since our cold room was across the hallway from right. the brewery, right? Um, if I had hoses run across the hallway, oh, yeah. delivery drivers would show up and they just look at me like I'm an asshole. Yeah. And I'm just like, sorry, man, I'm, I've got another like 20 minutes of transfer in this. Yeah, like, gotcha. do you want me to help you carry this shit in? Um, yeah. So like, granted, as a brewer, I still work a lot of like early mornings and stuff. It's just part of what happens. Yeah. yeah. But there's like days like tomorrow where I may just come in an hour late. Just so I can take care of my new puppy that I have that I don't <laughs> want her to tear, completely tear up my house. Um, where I can do that, whereas before I'd be like, nope, I need to get there like at 6 in the morning. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, canning. 
moving over there, if we were to can here, every time we would can, we would have to set everything up, yeah. tear it all down. Yeah. Yeah, you know, clean it, move it next door into the building we have for storage next yeah. door, um, and it would that would have been a nightmare. That would have been an absolute. Whereas now we can just leave the canning line set up. Yeah, which is beautiful, and it's good. Yeah, clean well, it, sanitize it, let it rip. We were never going to get to we were never going to get to distribution here, and I know some guys do it in smaller spaces than we had. Right. Um, I just didn't have the logistical mindset to figure out how to do that. I mean, what do we have now? Five, six hundred kegs. Are we up that high yet? No, I don't think we're quite that high. But I mean, you can't keep that in the space. I mean, the yeah. restaurant. Give us a couple of weeks, 000. and we may be. Yeah. <laughs> how how big a deal is it for the business to be able to move into distribution? Like, is that a game changer? I don't know if it's a game changer. I I, I don't want to ever say that anything's like going to instantly. It, it's always a slow build. I mean, when you when you own a business, and whether it was my construction companies or this, I, I never believe that something's going to happen overnight it's going to take a long time so um especially now with eight thousand breweries in the united states yeah great i mean we've been in distribution for about as far as bars and restaurants mm. since june or july yeah say um, about six months and i mean it's not a game changer it's yeah. just it's a slow build consistencies kind of put steady. your brand out there let people try your beers who can't come here so how many places are you guys in I mean, it's constantly changing. I think we got up so to around 30 some odd okay. at some point. And right now, I want to say it's probably 15 to 20. We just hired a salesman uh, two weeks ago. Okay. And he's got us back on at several of those that just, again. I, I, you got to work not, the accounts, man. Yeah, you got to work the yeah. accounts. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I, I just thought, oh, okay, you know, you get the beer in there. No, you've got to work the accounts. So we hired a salesman to do just that. So what, what, beer, what beers are out, out in the wild? Just two right now. Uh, Herd of Turtles. Okay. Uh, so it's our... Um, Spencer, you can talk on the beer. Uh, heard of Turtles. Uh, I've kind of classified it as an American Pilsner. Okay. Um, basically kind of a crafty Pilsner with uh, New Zealand Wakatu hops. Yeah. So it gives a kind of a lime, herbal lime flavor, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's really probably not a good description, but... Um, <laughs> I didn't hire him for his English. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've also got Shelter and Haze. Um which is kind of, both of which are year-round beers, but uh, Shelter and Haze is kind of just a good, solid New England IPA with uh, Eldorado yeah. and uh, Mosaic. When's the, when's the stout coming back? Uh, Vietnamese stout I kegged today. Oh, Lord Jesus. That is, so, that is one of my favorites. Yeah, beers. it is coming back here very shortly. Yeah, that, that, that beer, I don't know. And I like a lot of the beers, but that thing just blew I, I, I actually call people. I'm like, you need to come to smoke and get this fucking beer. Tripping. I think, I think that, that changed the, the smoke beer lines. Like all of it. That was like, oh, okay. Now we got we got a winner. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it a lot throughout this podcast. I was terrible as a brewer. So, I mean, you know, we have a lot of making up to do for a lot of... Um, a lot of making up to do for how bad our Look, beer as was long as so you keep years. pork belly on your menu, you don't have to make up to me. That <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually sounds pretty good right I mean, now. Really? I had pork belly tacos at the other restaurant for lunch today. Yeah. They well, were fantastic. You know, you know, the thing with um, people in Kansas City and beer is that a lot of people, and I'm a, I'm a person like, if you go to a place and you don't like it, fucking go back. Don't be a slapdick and say, and write them off forever. You know what I'm saying? And I tell people, all the time, and, and it's not just you, you guys, it's other breweries. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, I had a th- I didn't like that one beer. I'm like, what does that got to do with anything? They have 18. Go have another one. But, you know, it's, it's, it's to the point. I can, I can remember the first time going to Double Shift. 
with like nine people and everybody getting flights and nobody finishing a flight. Yeah. Did I did I go back? Of course I went back because breweries ebb and flow. Yeah. Until until they get in the groove and then I tell people all the time I'm like no smoke has good beer. Well and and especially. I mean, this is kind of one of my rants with like Untapped and all that. Like, don't don't even <laughs> get me go. started oh, on Untapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Untapped rants. But uh, I'm sure you've never had one of these on that podcast before. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm gonna grab myself another beer. Do you guys want anything else? Uh, dealer's choice. I've still got this one going. I, I haven't been drinking fast. Oh though. wow, what is your? Problem? I know. I I have I've let the people down. <laughs> you've let me down. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's very first. few breweries that come out of the door just swinging, hitting hard, like. Nick at Alma Mater, honestly, he's one of the few yeah. that I've been like, no, right out, right out of the gate, man. Yeah. Just everything's been awesome. But every place takes, honestly, like a year to really find their groove and really find. And there's some, there, yeah. to me, there's some ebb and flow because let's, let's keep it real. You know, you come out of a homebrew situation, you come from another brewery, you come from a different system. There's some variables that you have no control over. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know as a brewer, you're like, yeah. I think I did all the things I did. You might have done the exact same things you did last time. Beer is a living thing. It might it might flip you off. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I, I mean, actually, the first beer I put on tap here after I left Restless, uh-huh. you know, in the distilling world for a year and a half. So while the processes are very much the same, very very different at the right. same time. Like honestly, I named that first beer Sea Legs as a Colch just because I'm like. I've got to get my sea legs back. Yeah. I have I haven't boiled a beer in two damn years. Yeah, you know because distilling you don't boil. Yeah, so, so like yeah, it was one of those like all right, let, let's get my sea legs back and let's do something again like that's going to show me all yeah. all the things that I need to know with our brew house here. Um, and thankfully, yeah, it didn't suck. And how big is your system? Uh, ten barrel brew house. Oh, it's ten barrel. Yep. It wasn't ten barrel back here. Was yeah, it? it was, it was ten barrel. Was it really? Yeah, <laughs> just, just stuffed into it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it, in there it, pretty it, tight. It, it didn't look it because you couldn't <laughs> see around the corner. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you feel like now pushing three years, you're you're you got your sea legs. You're hitting your groove. A little bit. Yeah. How many cliches can we work into that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. Not every be- not every beer hits it out of the what park. Um, we we didn't talk about you. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm done again. But yeah, I'm 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 to a point now where there's beers like Herd of Turtles and Celtic Cross where you know, I've been slowly kind of changing the recipe of Celtic Cross over the past two and a half years. Yeah. And I've finally got it to a point that I I'm down with it. And Herd of Turtles, I've got a couple more tweaks I wanna do. I'd like to bring the roast back. Like just back the roast off the Celtic Cross a little bit. <laughs> We're having a meeting right now. <laughs> he didn't right. know that. Welcome, welcome to the brew meeting. I, I, I literally just had it. No, I think it's fantastic. I'm just fucking with him. <laughs> the thing you got is attention. I don't know. I know. He's like, what? What the fuck? I mean, there, there's only a couple you pounds of roast you, malt in it. You know that thing you did the last time? It was wrong. <laughs> Never do that again. So you got, oh, what'd you pour me? That's, that's tasty. Uh, that is electric fresco. So that is a, that's a sour we do that same malt bill. Um, but we switch up. So last year was lime or key lime? Uh, key lime. Okay, key lime. This year's blood orange. That's tasty. That was actually going to be my next choice too. Was I, it? I, oh, I you, saw I saw blood orange. I'm like, oh, oh you, you can oh. see you can see the menu. I can I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. By so, the way, you guys hungry? You want anything to eat? I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Nah, I'm good. 
Lies. Nigel? Lies. Well, I mean, <laughs> you'd take some pork belly, wouldn't you? <laughs> okay. I, you have, I ever, have I ever said no to, to belly of the pig? <laughs> Brett, can you order a. Yeah, I'm Asian not going to lie. I'm kind of sad that I haven't Asian had the pork, pork belly? belly tacos yet. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, you no, haven't no, had no, those yet? No, no. I got fish tacos when I came oh, on you, Saturday. You need oh, to those go pork have belly the pork tacos, tacos are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, your, your chef there is, is killing it. Yeah. I mean, he was the chef here. He's the one that, um, you know, not turned our food around, but just gave a refined edge to it. What did you what, give me? Uh, I, I'm wait, somebody just went fancy <laughs> in the middle of a beer podcast. A weird cocktail just showed up. What my is, pink, what my is pinky, that? I have no idea what this no, is. Yeah, you it's gotta pink. Put your pinky out, my pinky's though. out. <laughs> He's going in for the taste. What is that? I still have no fucking idea. Here, welcome to try. We're it. gonna pass it around. It looks like it looks like. I don't pink have lemonade. It's like a snifter version of a margarita glass. I don't know what that might be. I mean, it's I a, could. It's a coupe glass. Coupe glass. Just, that tastes like it tastes like pink lemonade. It really kind of does with booze. I like it. So, obviously, you you've got some experience distilling. Yeah. Is that something you guys are going to get into at all? We can't. Yeah. So if you if they the can right figure license. out licensing, I we own another host. restaurant. And oh, if you have a right. distillery, you're not allowed to have another retail by the that's drink. That's right. Dumb rules. Oh. If that ever yep. changes, absolutely. We would love to open a distillery. Yeah, I mean, or, and, and I mean, you can't even really do it by divesting one of it into my wife's name. Right. Um, that's, you know, they're kind of cracking down on some of that stuff. I don't know. I, you know I, because I all like, liquor laws are archaic well, and stupid. Well, it's almost I mean, like, really? you know, yeah. I worked in television news forever. And at one point, if you owned a TV station in one city, you couldn't own another one. Or a radio station. I didn't know that. That's fucking stupid. Okay, same what? shit. That, same that's shit. why the Bradleys in St. Joe bought the newspaper. Exactly. Stupid. Don't get me on, on fucking dumb laws. And oh, we, no, please. What's, what's, <laughs> fun, what's fun about this show is, though, that we, so we, you know, we talk We're to talking people about reporting. everywhere, right? Yeah. And every, every brewery is like, whatever state they're in, dumb laws. Oh, they're yeah, all that, different. Every state's different, no, but they're all dumb. New Jersey yeah. was the worst. We talked to four oh, cities yeah. in New Jersey. To get a liquor license there... They're anywhere from a hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars. What? For yes. A fucking liquor license? Yes, absolutely. I don't. I think we spend two thousand here. Yeah. yeah. It's so, much. It, so four city. So it's come. It's called four city because there's orange, there's east orange, there's south. Yeah, what, whatever. There's Jersey. what they what they say. How many? <laughs> Whoa, improvement. No, that was good. That was good. I didn't no. think the first one was bad. No, it was I'm terrible. Just, <laughs> the first one. Was a, it kind of sounded was, like you were vomiting. Yeah, that was a, yeah. The first one was a cry. Practice. That was guttural. That was good. And you leaned into it. I, 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 well, you, look, I, I, wanted to re- I guess I wanted to redeem myself because I got shit for the last As one. You, so. you reached into your bag for that one. <laughs> I, I, I dug deep. <laughs> no, but uh, how many people were in Orange, New, New Jersey? 500,000? Yeah. One brewery. Because you can't get liquor licenses. That fucking because person, it was, someone it, had enough money to get a Because it cost yeah. them several yeah. hundred thousand dollars yeah. just to get the license. Yeah, so stupid. So th- that's the bad thing about things like that. And this is something that I, I, I am such on a fucking soapbox about. All that does is produce corporations. Corporations yeah. come in and own these restaurants. Yeah, or own, yeah, yeah. No. The, the local people like us, you can't do that. No one has the money to fucking do that. Yeah. I mean, or very few people have the money to come in and, yeah, I can throw 500000 at a liquor license for a business that, if you're lucky, you make 10%. Yeah. I mean, it's just not there. Right. It takes out the people like you who, in a district like this, survive and are what they are because of those small local owners. And it's coming. You know, the downtown Lee Summit in the next 10 years is going to be a very different different place. Um, with we'll the developers coming in. We'll Interesting. 6.2. <laughs> 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 
I was talking about the ABV of the beer. Not the <laughs> oh, we never did. Oh, talk yeah. about we never it. did that. We got to get back layer. to it. The ABV of that burp on that three layer. On that three layer. All right, all right. Well, it, it, it's a uh, quarter from I'd, four noses. I'd go seven two. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. It go drinks like, real easy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six nine as usual. I'm going six eight okay. again. Where? Wait, are we doing prices right rules here? Yeah, it's prices right rules. The three layer. All right, well then I'm gonna go a little up. I'm gonna go seven, seven five. Seven. He's saying seven five. Everyone did seven, the exact. Seven. No, Spencer, you changed. What do we got there? Actual retail ABV. Uh oh, nine three. What? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they fermented that cold. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's well done. That's impressive, actually. Yeah, that was sneaky. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. And who had the highest one? Who? who, who uh, I went seven seven, but I was way off. Not even close. I went sixty nine. So. Nice. You went seven what? So I guess you get the rest of the beer. But I, I want a little more, so there's that. So, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> while, while you're pouring there, Nigel. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're, if you're going to bogart my beer, That's true. pour some more. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's, what's, what's next? Yeah, and for, because obviously you got a lot of irons in the fire. You got, you got your brewer. Um, the beer, the beer, the beer's in the pocket. I mean, what's the plans for smoke? Obviously, distribution. Are you gonna? Are you guys gonna be? You got a canning line? Are you going in the stores or what's the story? So we just last week, or was it this week? On Monday, I just placed not placed the order, but actually paid for the order for uh, our first round of cans for Herd of Turtles. So um, that will be coming in January sometime. Okay. And Hopefully, so, yeah. before we have the guys uh, scheduled for down. commissioning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we've got that. We have been trying to do another smoke location. Um, we thought we had one nailed down in Warrensburg. We thought we had uh, one in uh, North Kansas City. So that's the camper herd of turtles. Oh, that's cool. So great story behind that. My nice. buddy, my yeah. buddy that designed the logo was creative director for Sierra Nevada, and um, he decided to kind of moonlight for us. And so he designed cool. all that, and then. He left Sierra Nevada and is now creative director for Boston Beer Co. And they have a very strict non-compete and stock options uh, no, and yeah, everything else. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I can't yeah. do your stuff anymore. It's not yeah. worth it. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to mess with your family. So, um, no, we're trying to find another location for another smoke. We literally just walked away from a building in Warrensburg last Friday. Um, we thought everything was good. It was it ended up being too much money to, um, the, more money than we wanted to spend to yeah. do a rehab yeah. on it. Um, so, no, we've looked at... In the last year, we've looked at one down in Crossroads. We've looked at one in North Kansas City. We've looked at the Warrensburg one, and we just, I don't know, it, the right one will fall into place in one of these days. Yeah, yeah. So, how, how weird is that? I mean, you know, look, you are a you are a contractor, a builder of things. <laughs> you wanted to have a brewery, got talked into a restaurant by either you know Bleefnik or your wife or both, and now you own two restaurants. You're looking to expand the first restaurant into other locations. I mean, how surreal is that? If you'd have told me 10 years ago that I'd own a restaurant, because I, I always said I'd never own a restaurant. <laughs> I, I, I literally, because I've been a food geek my whole life. I don't want to call myself a foodie because I'm not into fine dining, but I, I've always been very geeky and a lot like Spencer. When I went into barbecue, I delved headfirst into it. And I, I don't know. I like this life. I, I like everything about it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always struggles and difficulties, but we make people happy. I mean, that's... 
yeah, building houses yeah. is cool and it's neat, but it's a long process. And it, that was really neat when I was starting out in my 20s. And, you know, I'm building someone's legacy, and that's the name of my company is Legacy Custom Homes. But now it's just well, like... Well played. <laughs> <laughs> well done. And some well, I actually here. didn't even mean that, but I mean... <laughs> That worked out really fucking great. Uh, no, no one that's listening to this podcast is going to have that idiot me build their house after listening to this. So you, you never know. <laughs> We're the same kind of idiot. Exactly. Look, we've all met our our fellow idiots in this show. Yeah, I love it. I, honestly, I, I after doing the podcast with Nick on the other one, I'm like Lenny and I have to start we, our own podcast. We can we, we can cross promote that too. That's Lee Summit Town Hall. Yeah. If you live here in yeah, yeah, yeah. Summit. You want to listen to that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But beer, food, it, it just makes people happy. Yeah. That, that's the cool thing about it is that people are coming in here to have a good time. They're coming in here to eat something great. They're uh, drink something great. To, it's just cool. It's neat. Yeah. I, I, I gotta, I'm going to do a little offshoot here because I'm a big fan of your dad, Jeff. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, you know, you're kind of building this quote-unquote empire. What do you want to call it? What's, what's, what's your... Your, your dad, what's kind of, what kind of uh, influence has he had on you as going through these years of starting these businesses? Because he just, he seemed, to me, he seems like just a very, like, steady boat. You know, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's your dad's like in, in your relationship when you, when you, as a businessman? You know, he lets me do a lot of it. He, he really just kind of takes a back seat and... Um, advises and kind of lets me take the role of, you know, the one running it when, honestly, it should probably be him and not me. But, I, I mean, again, I've told you, I'm, I a, I'm, a very, I'm a very good idea guy, but he's more of that grind, steady, you know, this was what needs to get done. This is what we have to do. You know, keep moving forward. Keep pushing. Keep, you know, where I'm like, okay, smoke this idea. Great. Let me move on to the next idea. Someone else can now run it and function it and everything else. Right. And so he's really been the, the backbone as far as that part of it. Um, it, it, and really, it, it makes me so happy because he's 72 years old, um, and I really think this place keeps him young. I mean, he's up here every day between 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning, and he still makes our brown sugar old fashions. Uh, the, no shit. The, the batch for that. Wow. Um, all of our um, Bloody Marys. That's a, uh, that's a quality all. cocktail order, by the way. I'm just going to put in a promo for that. <laughs> Thank you. I, they're, they're, they are for sale for $25 a bottle. Anyway. Um, no, he, he, it, it keeps him young. I, I truly believe that part of this cool thing that we've done later you know later in life for him and middle age for me that you know i was 38 37 38 years old when we started this and it's just given us a second a second chance of bonding and of doing yeah. different things yeah. and it's so fun to see someone that completely had never been around hospitality and had never seen everything that we do now and how we do it and just i, I don't know it, it's been a great 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 experience because you know like most people fathers and sons i didn't get along with him growing up i was an asshole and he was a marine <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Damn. yeah you should have said that. <laughs> that 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 also should be a beer i'm an asshole he's a marine, he's a marine. yeah it's another good name that's, that's a t-shirt at least absolutely absolutely which there he is stand across the room yeah he was over here right behind you nigel oh, when we were he? talking about him Oh, I like the Calaveras. That's the new, the new name, uh, the name of the new restaurant. The, the hoodie, that's pretty sweet. That is the original logo that we actually ditched, but we had it, we had that made. For yeah, him. yeah. So he's got another one that I think has smoke and Calaveras both on them. Now, and he has a beer named after him, right? He does. Which beer? Jeff Avison. That's it's not, not on. It's right not now. on right oh, now. Yeah. 
I don't remember see, ever seeing that. No. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Avizen. And he's also dubbed himself Papa Smoke. He loves that. So. <laughs> oh. that the, the problem, I, I didn't that know that be, came from him. That has to be a shirt. Oh, well, Papa the Smoke. problem is is that I've so wanted to do it as like Papa fucking Smurf. Well, that's what it says. With your logo, it's going to be great as Papa Smurf. Yeah. I, I, how, how much would that piss, piss the Marine off? My dad is a shorter guy. I, I don't want to. I don't want to make that correlation. So let's talk about that. No, <laughs> the milkman was six foot four in my neighborhood. <laughs> Your mom was really tall, apparently. Um, yeah, a little, a little bit tall. Five foot seven, five foot eight. That's uh, that's hilarious. So Spencer, I mean, you're you're in it now. What's what? What's your long term goal? Obviously, you, you can you can do this forever here, but. You, you, do you ever think you want to own did your you own just, brewery? Did, did he just ask I, you if you're ready to leave Josh? No. Shit. We, I think so. No. Hey, are you um, quitting Josh anytime soon? Because, Spencer, I, I'm really thinking about opening our own tap room yeah, and yeah. I might want to grab you. Yeah. Honestly, it's been something my wife and I have talked about for years. And realistically, it's always been a... We'd rather get the paycheck from somebody else and let somebody else deal with it. Deal with the business, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, There's days I wish that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for the time being, I'm, I'm happy doing what I do. So, dream job, being a brewer. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be able to shovel off some of the heavy lifting on some other people, but yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. I mean, I'd, yeah, get you, you, get you an I'd, assistant. You need an assistant. Yeah, he does. Tim, he does part time have an assistant. You know, Nick. You know, Nick sometimes brews a beer. He's not great at. He's not great as an assistant, but he's decent. His squeegee skills, not so Look, good. Look, I. I <laughs> I, I did just fine lifting the grain into the automated thing. Yeah, so, you know, last year he brewed a beer down at Tran- Transparent, and I was hoping he would get an actual brew day with some work involved. Mm-hmm. Well, no, yeah. Nolan's system down there is pretty, pretty automated. automated. Pretty automated. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Four and a half. <laughs> I, I was going to give it a, a six one. What? You're a Russian judge, aren't you? <laughs> you got to throw, yeah, throw, throw out that he's, burp, you you throw out that he's, that he's German score. You always got to throw that out. There you go. <laughs> awesome. It's been a pleasure having you guys on. That's yeah. been a good t- it's been a long time. It has been. We've been talking We've been about talking it forever. For yeah, what, what, we originally tried to do this around, like, I don't know, what, Valentine's Day or something? I think we did. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think we did it. We, we talked about it. Yeah, I don't know what we talked about. It was look, a long time, time ago. Time go. means nothing anymore. Oh, look at yeah. that! As I had to bring, I had to bring you guys out some pork belly. As we're wrapping up, the greatest food you guys of all time. Don't have pork any. Belly comes, hold on, comes on. I've got hold fingers. Let's say you don't need to use your fingers. For that. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the pork belly here is uh, just a little some of that. Oh, Shelby. Yeah, I think that's everyone at this table. I love pork belly. Spencer loves it. Oh, I yeah. honestly cannot believe you did not get that at the New Mexican restaurant. Oh, uh, look, you got to get I, those, you got to get those tacos. I'm also a sucker for fish tacos. That uh, makes sense. Not camera talk. All right. Well, hey, thank you guys for coming on. This this has been yeah. awesome. Thank you for you having know, us. Uh, where can people, if they want to yeah. follow Smoke, find Smoke? Where can they find you guys? Um, I'm still eating pork belly. <laughs> I, I'm, are you I'm on the horrible. socials? I, I can never We're on all the socials. Our, We're not on Twitter. Um, I don't understand Twitter. Just, just Google Smoke Brewing. There you yeah. go. Google Smoke That's Brewing. what Google's for. Smoke <laughs> Brewing Company. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, we're downtown Lee Summit. Yeah. Um, and as you see, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So, I don't know. I take the pork belly pretty seriously. And folks, come, come try the beer. Don't listen to your friends. You're, ouch. <laughs> your friends are wrong. My so God, you just kick me in the dick? No. I'm just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no. Look, your, your friend who always checks in on Untapped, he's probably wrong. Yes. Yeah. 
that's word to the wise. Yeah. Do not go by an untapped rating ever. Ever. I was in Fayetteville, Arkansas a few weeks ago, and I'm just Googling breweries, and I found this Boston Mountain Brewing popped up on Yelp. They had terrible reviews, two terrible reviews. But the response, I was like, oh, I got to go there. They, they, they said the vibe was weird. It was dreary. The, res- the response was that, yeah, we try to be weird. We tell our st- staff to be as weird as possible. And we like dreary. Yeah, and, and it's, <laughs> it, it was some weird thing. Went there, beer was fine. And, and then you look at like somebody like True yeah. in Denver, and you're like, oh, and you get blown through the roof for yeah. being dark and dreary. Yeah, so, so don't, don't listen to untapped reviews or your friends. Because, sorry about who, that. Who was that? Was that you? Yeah. That was me. Man, you're you're trying hard. I, I don't drink a lot of beer. In all honesty, you don't. I, what do you drink? I whiskey. Yeah. What, what's your whiskey? Of I choice? will. I will. I will attest to that. James yeah. Lee. I mean, that's your whiskey of choice. Well, I mean, if I you know had unlimited funds, it'd be Middleton, the higher end of it. But I don't really like bourbons. I like my Irish. I, I'm the same way. I mean, restless. That's I. Oh my god. I, I realize my love for Irish and especially red breast twelve. I don't know what it is about Jameson. Not a fan. Well, I'm more of a bourbon guy. I like bourbons. I like ryes. Bourbons come off too sweet for me. That's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good cocktail with a rye. Um, but I, as far as straight, no, it's Jameson or it's, you know, the high-end Middleton's. Barry Crockett is absolutely fantastic. Um, that's our Christmas present. Dad and I order a bottle or a case of it every Christmas and then uh, sell it at the restaurant, and we get to have shots when we want it. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah. You know, how to, how to run a business. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my next business plan. <laughs> <laughs> or, or as Josh once, he told me recently, I've never written a business plan in my fucking life. <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. We never have. <laughs> there was no business plan for either one of these things. I was asking for help, and he's like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you just go do it, moron? Well, well that's what he said. He said just do it and figure it, figure it out, right? Yeah, we... It's probably not the best idea to do all the time, but that is very much how we've lived this life is we just, I mean, here's an idea. I fucking mean, te- go do it. I mean, technically, isn't that life? Nah. You just fucking do it and see what the fuck happens. Nah. There's no blueprint to anything. Nope. If, if there was, I'd be a billionaire. Maybe not, because no. billionaires didn't have a plan either. No, I mean, and some people do. I just, it's never been my mentality, and maybe someday as we're expanding, we'll have to, but. <laughs> he said someday. I, I love the idea of just. Fuck, I've got this idea. And, you know, let's, let's go. Old school American ingenuity. Let's just fucking go and do it. Let's you make it that? work. You, I had you a, hear that, Nick? Guess what? Hey, oh, come ideas, on. You guys got to do it. Ideas yeah. coming soon. Yeah, we're going to do it. But in the meantime, you know what people can do? Uh, they can burp. They can listen to Nigel burp. Or <laughs> or you can follow Beers with Nigel on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the yeah. Twitters. Yeah. And you can listen to Beers with Nigel on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. And now it's time for some smooth jazz. you've been listening to beers with nigel a show about beer and other stuff hosted by nigel woodbury and that other guy nick parker beers with nigel is poured for you by dire oil graphics providing bumper to bumper graphic design promo products and print services find them at direoil.com Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.